This is an original podcast from the Jack Radio Network. Discover more on Jack Radio Player. This is Dead British, featuring historically inaccurate reenactments, famous dead people, and comedy songs. This entire show is about to rewrite history without a script. Hello, I'm Edmund Varga, and every episode we use a neutrino accelerator and a NutriBullet blender to bring back a character from British history. Due to that process, some or all of our historical characters' memories might have been affected. So, although I know who I'm about to talk to, they don't. So, here, finding out who they are at the same time you do, they're British, they were dead, Please welcome Lady Godiva. (laughs) Lady Godiva is, of course, known for being a noblewoman from the 11th century, and the legend claims that she rode a horse naked through Coventry. Lady Godiva, welcome. A welcome to you, too. It's, It's genuinely fantastic to be here. Wow, I, I, I have to admit, I expected many things from you, Lady Godiva. That accent was not one of them. Uh, well, you know, they di- we didn't know what we know now about smoking, so... <laughs> in the 11th century. Well, milady, it is, it is an absolute delight to have brought you back to the present and, and here with us tonight. You know what, it's a, it's a delight to be here. It's much preferable to the alternative. <laughs> what, what, the oblivion of death? The abyss. <laughs> Well, whilst you are relatively well documented compared to other women from the mm. time, details Aye. of your past are sketchy because your name is spelt differently in, in different places. Aye, sometimes they put a space in it, and so it's Lady Go Diver. <laughs> as, uh, as problematic because um, I don't float. <laughs> uh, other spellings include different vowels in different places. Yeah, like there's Lady Godiva. Lady Godiva, that's more accurate. Uh, for, for what's not documented is that my, I, I actually had a, a, a fancy set of chain mail for me horse that was more, more akin to what a modern person might call a mirror ball. <laughs> and so when I rode the streets of Coventry nude, um, all could see every angle of me. <laughs> Owing to the reflective nature of my horse's chain mail. Well, that's very interesting because we actually have the mayor of Coventry here today as well. Hello, yes, I'm the mayor of Coventry. He's not changed a bit. (laughs) Well, I mean, to be fair, you and your husband were benefactors of of many uh, monasteries and nunneries and and other establishments such as that. What was Mm. it that inspired you to do that? I thought, what's not happening? I looked out upon upon the green glades of the United Kingdom of uh, Wessex and all the other kingdoms, and and I said, oh, there's not many tall buildings. So so me and me and my husband, whose name you've failed to mention, his name a ba- barreled <laughs> barreled chuckle. <laughs> my, <laughs> Yes. Barrel Chuckle, Me also called Leofric, Earl of Mercia. Uh, well, uh, yeah, but to his friends, he was barreled. Um, 
I, I knew him well. I knew him intimately. <laughs> <laughs> I would hope so from your husband, Lady Godine. Uh, well, you know, some people aren't as lucky as I am. No, no, he was, you know, he was a very giving lover. No, he, uh, he, he, and I were looking out over over the pastures, over the green and sacred land that was our home, and we thought, you know what would be great if we could just industrialize this a bit. Now. <laughs> Unfortunately, Soviet-era architecture wasn't, wasn't around then, and neither was concrete. So we had to settle for fancy monasteries rather than uh, Bauhaus buildings. <laughs> that, that, that I personally would have to say that I prefer. My lord, you are so... Oh, forgive me, my lady. You are so... That's uh, all right. It happens all the time. <laughs> uh, do you want me to take my clothes off? It makes things a lot more clear. I mean, that seems to be your comfortable place. However, we are on before 9pm. Uh, oh. So, I will merely say that uh, you yeah, are... I don't want them to hear my nude body. <laughs> Absolutely essential. Honestly, honestly, if there's a stiff breeze, everything's flapping. What I'm trying to say is that it, you are a, a woman far ahead of your time. Thank you. Uh, and you were a big part of this development in the, in the Midlands in particular. You are mentioned in the Doomsday Survey the, as the first woman to, rem, to own major, a major landholder after the Norman Conquest. That's true, yeah. So, uh, the Normans came over and they, they, they wanted everything and I was like, come on, mate. Um, <laughs> that is a quote, on, of mate. course. Give us, give us, uh, uh, quit playing about. So, uh, eventually we settled on a kind of middle ground and they left me a castle and some land. Um, and yeah, I, I was, I have to say, I, I was not a fan of, of them calling the Doomsday Book the Doomsday Book because... You know, it's just a bit negative. <laughs> I said we should call it the, the book of all the information that we have at the present moment. <laughs> but you see, you, 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 had to, you had to pay for every letter that was stitched into the vellum. So, so that's why we settled on Doomsday Book. Regardless of that, you are, you are more than a pioneer. You're more than uh, a figure Stop. of history. You're Stop. a pop culture icon. Did you know that there's, in the modern day, there is a brand of chocolate named after you? You'll have to forgive me, I'm from the 11th century in England. I don't know what chocolate is. Well, uh, what I can do is I, I can pass you a bit of chocolate here. If you wouldn't mind just eating that and tasting that for me. Oh, bloody hell, it's like my mouth's having an orgasm. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. We have the CEO of, of Godiva Chocolates here today. Oh. Like, how, what a wonderful review that is. It's just such an honour to hear that come from your lips. Oh, well, thank you so much. I'll tell you what, while I'm still alive, do you want me to record the jingle for you? <laughs> oh, yes, yes, please, please, we'd love that. Uh, can you tell me a little bit more about your business? Oh, uh, well, we just say that it's the, the finest chocolate uh, imprinted with the lady's form. <laughs> oh, thank you. Okay. You're, uh, oh, that's a fancy yes, loot. That, that's our, that's our, <laughs> our loot jingle there. Lady Godiva chocolate. The fanciest chocolate imprinted with the naked form of a woman. <laughs> Absolutely perfect. 
that is gold. I really think that's fantastic. You've got a future in advertising, you know. You're before your time in so many ways. Unfortunately, I only have a past. <laughs> there has been some, some debate. It's been discounted by some historians who argue that the storyteller, Roger of Wendover, was not trustworthy and prone to exaggeration. What do you have to say to those accusations? Oh, piss to them. <laughs> Roger was a good bean. Me and him went back, went back a long way, you know. When the Normans first came, Roger took, took shelter in my, in, in my castle, and, and we had a, a brief but an intense affair. It wasn't physical, but it was very emotional. I think we actually have a clip of you on that steamy night with Roger of Wendover. Uh, 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 thanks for letting me stay in your castle. It's really nice. Oh, no worries, Roger. You're all dripping wet. Here, here's a, here's a, a fluffy goat for you to dry yourself on. <laughs> oh, oh, I don't need, I don't need any airs and graces. You don't. Nah. Oh, oh, you're gonna dab me with a goat. Okay, then you nah. go for it, lady. Um, let me just dab. You know, I think you are a beautiful mind. Oh, Lady Godiva, I think you've got beautiful minds too. Thank you so much. The goat really seems to love you. I've always been connected with animals. Oh, well, you know what they say? That's like the opposite of a psychopath. You mean I'm a lover? I do. You know, it's interesting because, of course, you have an affinity for horses. Roger has an affinity for goats. And none of this is exaggerated. No, not at all. Absolutely, 100%. Historically accurate. Now, fight me. <laughs> now, you and Leofric of Mercia... Um, Barold. Barold, as we know him. Um, the legend has it that you actually disagreed with him on some of his high taxation rates. Um, and he said that he would grant your request to take pity on people if you rode around naked on a horse through the town. This was the origin of the naked protest. He was, he was kind of a gaudy kind of guy. So we were having this chat. I was nude at the time. <laughs> uh, purely coincidentally. See, it was me on castle, so I thought I can do whatever I, whatever I want in here. These are my walls. And consequently, I was naked a lot of the time and we had a lot of mirrors. It was a great period of my life. Anyway, um, you know, when you find yourself attractive, it's really... Uh, I don't know. It's a good way to live. Now... Well, you know, can what? I stop you there? Yes. I do not mean to interrupt. No, 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 no. But I think we can... Please go on. You can it's eat... It's not like I've been dead for... 900 900 years. years. <laughs> no, no, no. Please... But but listen. Do what you want. <laughs> I think we can. T- <laughs> I think we can tell people about your decision to ride your- this horse naked through Coventry, or we can show them. Hey, hey up, hey oh. up, go diver. <laughs> Barold, you know that's not the pr- correct pronunciation of my name. Go diva. That's better. Now listen, I've come here to talk to you about the tax rate in the turn. It's dreadful. What do you mean? That tax rate funds all these mirrors that you like to have around the place. You self-fancying lady. Do you really think I'm self-fancying? Perhaps I need to change my ways. How about if we get rid of these mirrors, you lower the tax rates? How about we do that and, just for laughs, 
You ride around the streets naked as the day you were born, just like you are we right now. We can down the mirrors and turn it into a horse costume. Brilliant idea. Oh, everyone's going to see me foof. <laughs> Part of the reason why this legend of this, uh, this lascivious uh, nature of, of the way in which you rode through Coventry is the, the story that the, the only thing covering, covering your modesty was your very long hair. Now, it is an exquisite... Uh, it is an exquisite bob you have. Right down to me bum. And it goes all the way down. Well, and it, all the way back up again. It does. <laughs> <laughs> is that a, so it's a specific choice then? Well, uh, you don't have hair like this by accident, lad. And you especially don't if you've got a house full of mirrors. <laughs> it's true. So, I mean, it, the reason why I ask is just it's, 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 you're clearly a pioneer in so many ways hmm. and you're, you're a pop culture icon and, and it, I feel like the haircut never really took off. But, um, but did you grow it thinking one day you'll be able to cover yourself up? I grew it because I thought I looked good. <laughs> Every day I'd look myself in the mirror and I'd be like, you know what, if I just had half an inch more. I feel like you're getting tired of me. Is that possible, Lady Godiva? Look, getting is a strong word. <laughs> But when you've been dead as long as I have, I guess, like, anything's interesting, isn't it? (laughs) Anything to make the eternal abyss seem more palatable is good for me. (laughs) Well, I I can tell you one thing that's also interesting. Are you familiar with the phrase Peeping Tom? Well, a Peeping Tom is is something of a voyeur, and the the, the origin of the phrase actually comes back to a legend regarding your naked protest. No. Yeah, that's right. So... Pretty tell me more. I, I will. The legend goes that when you did your naked protest, you asked the people to respect your privacy and not look. But one tailor looked, and depending upon the legend, was either killed on the spot or blinded, depending on the version told. And that is the origin of the phrase Peeping Tom. Oh, you mean Thomas who ran the barber's shop? Yes, yeah, Thomas Thomas the barber, yeah. The, oh, the yeah, barber. I threw a dart in his eye. Oh, that explains Straight it. Straight off the horse, shooting from the hip. <laughs> <laughs> wow! <laughs> it's, it's amazing that you have found somewhere to hold on to it. Oh, well, you know, we had a lot of metal left over from the mirrors, so I had a pair of fancy holsters for my darts. Fashioned upon my horse's saddle. Were you inclined to do this often? Were you a, were you a dart slinger? Ah, uh, you know, it's good to have a weapon. <laughs> I suppose. And I found darts. You know, you gotta have one hand on the horse. So if you can, you know, you need a you need a weapon you can use with with your second hand. And I like I like I like I like I like the action of throwing a dart. Yeah, to me, it to me feels a lot like casting a spell. <laughs> the flick of the wrist. Oh, magic's happening. No, wait, it's just a dart to the eye. I mean, magical darts, that poor man is blind anyway, right? Oh, no, it, it, it was hollow point, went straight through his head. <laughs> so you did kill him? Oh, aye. <laughs> peeping Tom ain't peeping no more. <laughs> peeping Tom's dead, Tom, now. Well, everyone I knew is dead. <laughs> now... It's time to get personal. Let's talk... In front of a live studio audience. I, I you was, had. <laughs> I didn't consider that you would be the one getting bashful, Lady Godiva. 
Uh, no, what well, I mean, here's the thing. You, uh, you were married to Leofric, Earl of Mercia. I was. Uh, and th- those of you who don't know, Mercia was a, was a huge chunk of land in the, in the uh, 11th century. It was a part of the Heptarchy, which was a seven-nation land dividing the entire United Kingdom. And it basically went from, from Warwickshire through all the way to Staffordshire, Derbyshire, and even included the Northwest Midlands. What a lot of people don't know about the uh, seven nations is that we actually had an army. <laughs> You did. We did, and they, 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 they marched under a single flag, which was a single white stripe on a black background. And we had a very erratic drummer. That sounds fascinating. I mean, I would love to hear how you workshop that. Attention, men. Lady Godiva's got something to say. Milady. Attention. Thank you very much, gentlemen. Now, look, I've been thinking, you know this whole army thing we got going on? Yes, ma'am. How about we add a bit of a, like, fun element to it? Uh, you mean fun in, in, in war, yeah, ma'am? Yeah, I, I, like, I mean, like, we don't want people to not want us to come. Uh, we want people to be like, ooh, the Seven Nation Army are coming. Cracking. <laughs> I'll get a roast on. <laughs> Bury the hog amongst hot coals. That, that's, that's, a, that's a new way of looking at it. Usually we want to um, invoke terror um, in our enemies, but yeah. okay. But see, I've been thinking perhaps, perhaps we can do things a new way. Do you not think it's going to hold us back, ma'am? Pardon? Do you, think, do you not think it's going to hold us back, ma'am? No, you're right. I've been won over. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Marching. Marching with my army Marching Marching with my army I'm led by an army Of naked ladies I follow where they go Because they're riding on their horses I'm marching I'm marching If you wanna let it hang free Get yourself to Coventry That's where we're marching That's where we're marching All ladies cook a diver And we would like to ride her She, uh, she's gonna take us to success Because, yeah, that lady, she's the best Yeah, we're marching Ooh, we're marching Yeah, we're marching Marching, 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 marching We're marching If you wanna let it hand free Get yourself down to Coventry That's where we're marching We're marching That's where we're marching that's where we're marching Oh, oh, oh. in the Heptarchy I think that's outstanding Beautiful And, and really, you're, you're a very caring person After all, you oh, did have nine you. children I do yeah. Carried them all me sin You did <laughs> And one of whom was named had, had the name of Elfgar Yes So... I wanted to call him Elgar, but then he had a dead pointy ear. <laughs> Wait, he had a dead pointy ear? A real pointy ear. Just the one on one side of his head. 
And so uh, me and me and me and Barold, we we joked about it for about two weeks, and then we had, we really had to go to the to the to the you know the, the registry office. And Barold was busy at the time, so I went on my own. And one thing led to another. A bit of banter with the man behind the desk, and Bob's your uncle, Elfgar. <laughs> well, I mean, poor old Elfgar, he did get rather bullied at school. In fact, we have a, we have a clip of an interaction. Elfgar, Elfgar, silly name, Elfgar. You've got a silly name, Elfgar. Oh, those words cut so much. And that's that's pretty much it. So yeah. yeah, he had a very poetic soul. He did. He he, he spoke very eloquently. Young Some Elfgar. say that true art can only be created in the pits of pain. <laughs> Others disagree with this as a problematic way of viewing artistry. I have very few opinions. <laughs> what? The one, the ones you have. I mean, there is a morbid streak in you, Lady Godiva. Well, you know. When you've confronted death himself and accepted him as a friend, been taken away beyond the pale and lay there for 900 years, you start to think about stuff in a different way. See, I never used to like jazz. (laughs) (laughs) Now I can't get enough of Art Tatum. Honestly, play it night and day. Well, and also, I mean, you are very associated with music because you have been, immor- again, I said you were a pop culture icon. I mean it. You have been immortalized in paintings, in adverts, sculptures, and songs, including a- an absolute banger. Have you heard Queen's hit, Don't Stop Me Now? No. It's all about you. What? Yeah. All about me? All about you. And we're not going to play it because we don't have the licensing, but you should know that it's out there. What's it called again? It's called Don't Stop Me Now. And the Queen sings it. <laughs> it's a band called Queen. I'll get round to them later. When I was younger, all, 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 it was people used to sing about her. Now look at the world. The Queen's singing about me. Little old li- Lady Godiva, child of landed gentry who rode a horse. It's true. Oh. But that's the thing. You, you have had a remarkable in, uh, influence and people, people love you, Lady Godiva. There are Godiva processions that celebrate your protest for the people in Coventry every year. Really? The procession was revived in 1997 and continues today. No. Yeah, that's right. What happens at these places? Well, let's see. Oh, my gosh. I want to see her. I think she's actually going to turn up this year. What do you think, Chanelle? Oh, I'm really looking forward to it. I can't wait. Have you got your outfit sorted out? What are you going to wear? I'm going to wear, like, an outfit that's like a nude lady, but on top of my skin. So it's not my actual naked skin. It's like a, nady, a, a naked lady outfit on top. Oh, my day, Shanelle, that's exactly what I was going to wear. Ooh, sisters! I'm doing it for themselves, yeah. That's the procession. <laughs> yeah, that's the Godiva procession. It's that conversation had by pairs of people all the way down Coventry. Wow, I really have had an impact. <laughs> Did you know there was a there was a professional wrestler called Lady Godiva that used to ride in on a horse in naked uh, leotards? No, uh, naked leotards. Uh, uh, naked coloured leotards. Oh, I did not. Oh, uh, well, I, I do have something to tell you. Oh yeah. I maybe for a, ri- a while wrestled. Is that I, so? It is so. Uh, you, are you aware of the tradition of masked wrestling in Mexico? <laughs> The, the art of lucha libre. We had a clip that I did not understand the context for. I, I think we should play it now. And next up we have Lady Godiva. 
I had hoped to wrestle under an anonymous name with a mask. (laughs) However, my uh, naked form precedes me. Come here and face me. I shall destroy you. Please do. Suplex! Bam! And the champion is Lady Gadavas! Don't stop me now! I had no idea that was you! That is absolutely wonderful. It is true. It's like, you know, at the beginning of Spider Man when he goes to wrestle, and, uh, and, and he's like, my name's the human spider and the guy's like oh and then introduces him as spider-man that happened i was like put fight let me fight under a pseudonym lady godiva well the other thing that's fascinating about that particular comment is that this reveals that you're a fan of spider-man as well what what is it that attracts you to spider-man well actually i only got into it because i'm a big sam raimi fan <laughs> what are you a sam raimi fan i love the evil dead amazing Have honestly you seen- bruce campbell what a haughty <laughs> Lady Godiva loves Bruce Campbell. I feel like that is making Bruce Campbell very happy right now, and he doesn't even know why. He's turning in his bed. (laughs) I can have this conversation all day, and we've made some... Me too. Please don't let make me go back. (laughs) And as we know, the ultimate celebration of someone's life is musical theatre. Lady Godiva, it must have been so flattering to have your life turned into a musical. You say that, but as when I was alive, a lot of bards would sing tales of me. Is that so? Aye, very so. So it must have been quite a comparison then. Yeah, I really got to see what, you know, or we used to have songs about me like, Oh, who's that lady on that horse? Who's that lady on that horse? Who's that lady on that horse? And what's she doing with my whip? Um... <laughs> Uh, and stuff like that. Uh, I would say the new the new songs are uh, more musically technical than that. <laughs> and also incredibly moving the way it launches straight into your relationship with Leia Frick. Oh, I, yeah, I wasn't expecting that quite so quickly and suddenly, but there we are, me and Leia Frick in the chamber. Talking in the way that a, a husband and wife does. In song. In song. <laughs> hey, oh, Hey, oh, Godiva, Leo Frick, you're my love, you're mine too. It's like you came from up above. Oh, how I like your hair, the stuff up there and down there. Oh, Leo Frick, you're my love too. From your feet to your eyes of blue. I love your hair and your face and your jowl And the bits that are hidden by a towel I throw myself upon your mercy I throw myself upon my, your mercy You're my lover, 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 lover Now I throw myself, my lady on your mercy, I throw myself on your mercy. I throw myself on your mercy. I throw myself on your mercy. I'm laying here in bed after the act. 
It's something that I think we've really cracked Oh, it's so great How we get on But just throw a dart, my lady Look, there's a peeping Tom <laughs> I got two with one Oh, you're so impressive Oh, so are you? I'm, I'm ready to go again I throw, throw myself on your mercy yeah. I throw myself upon your mercy Oh, my lady. Oh, I'm going to ruffle my fingers through your hair. All of it. Oh, and that was the incredible cast of Godiva the Musical. And this has been The Life of Lady Godiva as brought to life by Rebecca McMillan, Monica Gaga, Liam Webber and Sam Marshall. I'm Edmund Farger and this has been Dead British. Dead British, the improvised history show on Union Jack Radio. Dead British on Union Jack Radio has been supported by the Audio Content Fund.